Back in April, Donald Trump sued his former lawyer slash fixer, Michael Cohen, for half a billion dollars, $500 million. Donald Trump sued Michael Cohen for alleging that Cohen not only violated, you know, the attorney client confidentiality, but he also violated a non-disclosure agreement. And he's just been out there, according to the lawsuit, spreading false statements about Trump, his, his organization, the whole family. He's done it in books and podcasts, media appearances, everything under the sun. Trump says Michael Cohen's been lying about, including and this is very relevant, a $74,000 business expenditure from the Trump organization. So Michael Cohen, as part of this lawsuit says, okay, well, uh, I'm gonna need the financial documents. You know, you're accusing me of lying about these things. So if you just turn over the financial documents, I'll be able to prove in court what I'm saying. So, so Trump's folks this past Wednesday went to court and said, yeah, <laughs> please block the release of all this information because it's going to incriminate me in other crimes and ongoing trials. Here is exactly what Donald Trump's lawyers had to say. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is so dumb. Uh, Cohen quote has already requested documents that interfere with and or relate to the pending criminal proceedings and the underlying facts that form the basis of such criminal proceedings. The existence of the criminal proceedings currently ongoing against the plaintiff establishes good cause for the entry of the confidentiality order due to the risk of self incrimination. So basically they're saying that, Hey, listen, my client is already going to go to trial for possibly lying in his financial statements. And if we release these financial statements, uh, it's, it's going to prove that he lied. Um, I know you're trying to get the records protected so that they can't be released, but in your argument, by virtue of your argument, what you're implying is that there's criminal activity there. Like you can't incriminate yourself if there's nothing bad in it, like if, if I released my financial documents, my bank statements, my taxes, any of that, I'm not worried. Oh crap. That's going to incriminate me because I haven't done anything wrong. It'd be a violation of my privacy. Sure. But it's not going to incriminate me in any activity. And his lawyer is sitting there telling him like, Hey, listen, judge, whew, I don't know if you know this, whatever in Manhattan, uh, a guy's being put on trial for financial crimes. So if we give the financial documents to Cohen, it's pretty much going to guarantee a prosecution. I hope, I hope Alvin Bragg is paying attention to that court filing, but here's the thing. Trump filed the lawsuit in order for Michael Cohen to legally be able to defend himself. Trump is going to have to turn over those records. Like the judge can't issue a ruling saying, okay, defendant is not entitled to seek the evidence that would prove their innocence. That's not going to happen. No court in the country is going to uphold that. So Trump is left with two options, release the documents and incriminate yourself in that Manhattan trial or drop the lawsuit against Michael Cohen. You're going to lose it anyway. So there you are. And there you have it. Those are your only two options, Donald. I really hope that you pick option number one and release the financial documents anyway, because I think that would be more fun because again, Michael Cohen's going to win the lawsuit. 
Like you're not going to prevail in the lawsuit. So block the evidence all you want. Cohen's still probably going to win, but I would love to see you incriminate yourself in any of the ongoing prosecutions. Your lawyer's admission might have, uh, might have been meant to protect you, but in reality, it's kind of an admission of guilt. So recently, Donald Trump brought on a new member of his legal defense team. He moved Alina Haba off the defense. She wasn't doing a good job anyway. And he replaced her with a, at the time, seemingly competent lawyer by the name of John Lauro. Well, after Donald Trump's arraignment on Thursday, Mr. Lauro made the media rounds, of course, because, right, that's what lawyers do. Um, he went on Fox News. He went on Newsmax with Greg Kelly. And it was during the interview with Greg Kelly that something very interesting happened in a clip that, of course, has now gone viral on social media, where Mr. Loro appears to actually confirm one of the charges against Donald Trump. So here he is, Donald Trump lawyer John Loro on Newsmax with Greg Kelly, effectively admitting to one of the charges against him. Here he is. President Trump wanted to get to the truth. He desperately wanted to get to what happened during the 2020 cycle. He did it in the courtroom. He did it in lobbying legislatures. That's all First Amendment. And then at the end, he asked Mr. Pence to pause the voting for 10 days, allow the state legislatures to weigh in, and then they could make a determination to audit or re-audit or recertify. But what he didn't do is you know, send in the tanks, tell Mr. Pence, don't go to the Capitol Hill or do anything that would obstruct the, the due process of government. He was simply petitioning the government the same way, the same way we have those rights with, with his complaints and redresses and objections to the election cycle. He's entitled to do that. If we criminalize that speech, I fear what's going to happen in the next election cycle, when when perhaps a new administration is going to come in, and there's going to be a lot of a lot of talk about identifying Democrats who obstructed the 2024 cycle. Something else. He wasn't interfering in the election. He was just trying to get Mike Pence to interfere with the election. Please say that in court, like John Loro. If you're listening, if you're watching, please go make that same argument in court, like hundred percent there, there it is. That's your winning argument, man. You need to walk into that court and be like, yeah, all those things my clients accused of doing. Yeah, he did them. And then just be like, I rest my case. That's how you should handle this lawsuit. hundred percent. I am behind it all the way. I mean, listen, I thought Alina Haba was bad. Oh, and don't get me wrong. I got another quote from Alina Haba because she actually made things worse too. But this is idiotic. Like this is your, this is kind of your coming out as like Donald Trump's new lawyer. You're the competent one. You're the grown up in the room. He's kind of cleaned house. You're taking on the case. You're going to fix it. And the first thing you do is go out in the media and be like, oh yeah, he did that. <laughs> Let me read you this to explain why that admission <laughs> is an admission. Uh, this is from Newsweek. On page 34 of the indictment, there is a section that details how Trump and Eastman met with Pence on January 4th, 2021, two days before the Capitol riot, to try and convince Pence that he should, quote, reject or send to the states Biden's legitimate electoral votes rather than count them. 
Page 42 includes a section that uh, states that hours after the January 6th attack took place, Eastman wrote to Pence to, quote, implore you to consider one more relatively minor violation of the Electoral Count Act and, quote, adjourn for 10 days to allow the legislatures to finish their investigations, as well as to allow a full forensic audit of the massive amount of illegal activity that has occurred here. So those are literally things that Jack Smith is accusing Donald Trump of doing. Like he accused Trump, like that is part of one of the charges, you know, the, the interference and obstruction of an official government proceeding. And you're out there saying like, yeah, I mean, he just wanted Pence to do that. Jack Smith's like, I know I charged him for that. Why are you telling, why are you admitting this on TV? As I said, Laura is not the only dumbass. Alina Haba, who of course is not one of Trump's, you know, legal defense lawyers anymore. She's just a spokesperson for his super PAC, but she was at the arraignment. And before Trump went in, Haba came out and she said this, I think that everybody was made aware that he lost the election, but that doesn't mean that that was the only advice he was given. I think that everybody was made aware that he lost the election. With lawyers like this, we don't need prosecutors, right? (laughs) Like Jack Smith, whoever he puts on this case, they can just go into court, kick their feet up at the table and be like, no, 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 they got it. Just listen to these idiots. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I don't need to make any arguments. Um, You get what you pay for. (laughs) I mean, this is about as bad as it gets. Trump's lawyers... I, I mean, maybe they're actually good lawyers, like in other cases, you know, they're uh, not Alina Haba, but Lauro's resume looks good. But when you're defending the indefensible, you end up saying stupid things that end up hurting your client. And that is exactly what these two idiots just did. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.